live from the Tech Talk studios in the nation's capital and the heartland of America. It's Tech Talk. Well, it's that time of day, that time of the week. It is Friday, and it's it's time for another episode of Tech Talk. Dr. Jay Greenstein, our very own data doc of talk. I'm Brad Cost. Thank you for spending a little bit of time with us today. We got a, a great guest, Jay. Yes, we do. Uh, today. How are you doing, by the way? I, are you doing all right? How are things in uh, D.C.? Uh, I'm doing great, man. I've had an, an incredibly busy week, but super productive. You know how that goes, right? Like when you get a bunch of stuff done and you need to move the needle forward, right? Not just reacting to the whirlwind, but but moving the whirlwind in the direction that you want to go in. So that's been my week and it's been great. And by the way, the weather here this week has been amazing. It yeah, it's been rang, beautiful. It is rang, rang, rang here. Been rang and storms all weekend, all week. And, and uh, going into Saturday and Sunday, supposed to have maybe a little bit of break in it. I'm hoping to get out and do a little outside stuff this weekend. Yeah, man. Going to do a little stuff at OSU. And, um, <clears throat> you yeah. know, it's going to be football season. We're going to have to start talking about football again here very shortly. Are you up on um, Ohio State this Let year? Let me tell you something, man. For me, it's always football season. I get my daily emails on the Buckeye football team. I, I have the spring game taped. I haven't watched it yet, but I will be watching it actually this weekend, a little, a little late. And, and dude, like I've got like my, you know, Clemson, Ohio state game from last year on video recording too. I'm going to watch that again before the season starts. Oh yeah. Just play it over and over just because I just want to see them play football. So what's the season looking like for Ohio state, man? I don't know. New quarterback, you know, losing Justin Fields is huge. Um, you know, they're bringing back a fair amount of starters. I think about half the starters total between offense and defense. So, and, you know, they're always reloading with talent. But, I mean, look, you, you got the Bamas of the world. You got the Clemsons of the world. Uh, you got the Oklahoma States of the world. <laughs> so you just never know how the season's going to play out. You know, but it's a fun time. And this year, everybody's coming back together in the stadium. We're not going to be every 50th seat. Yep. We're hoping to get, to get you there. We're hoping that you I, and I love it, can come out and join us and – have a great day doing a little tailgating and uh, schmoozing around the campus and watching Oklahoma State University football, buddy. Go Cowboys. Hey, why don't you introduce our guest? He's one of your connections. I know he's helping you out in some of your things. I'll open this up. Let you go ahead and introduce Derek. Yeah, it's my pleasure. So today we have Mr. Derek Archer from Hitchermark Media. Uh, I met Derek through a mutual friend, a PR expert and, and world-class consultant on PR, Christina Daves, uh, who is amazing. She's an amazing lady. And she connected Derek and I, and uh, we hit it off. Well, I, I like him. He, I, him I'm, I'm his customer, so you might think like I'm a complete pain in the ass, but... <laughs> But he's been amazing. I mean, he's transformed our websites. Um, he's a social media strategist and has really helped us go from being very, very tactical in the things that we've done in the past to really thinking about strategy first and then breaking down exactly what strategies need to happen so that we can execute our results. And I will say that between Derek and two people, two amazing people on my team, Kat, who was also on the podcast, Brad, you know Kat, and Emily, who is um, our digital marketing specialist. We're just, we're just like literally killing it. And so it is my pleasure to bring Derek onto the podcast today so he can share his wealth of knowledge with the audience. So Derek, what's up, buddy? 
Thanks, Dr. Jay. I appreciate that very warm, kind welcome. It's a pleasure to be here, Brad. I know I'm the stranger, the guest on the show. You don't know me, so you're trusting Dr. Jay here. That his <laughs> recommendations smart. are good. <laughs> and, and you know, trust with Jay is, uh, boy, my, I'm always like, oh my gosh, oh my, no. Jay, you know, we never meet a stranger. I just, Jay and I sit down and it's just like people sort of surround us and they become our instant friends. And I'm sure Derek will. We'll know each other going forward in the future and do many things. I look forward to meeting you in person. I only wish we could be doing this over a, a beer right now, but unfortunately, no, right? we're all on a remote Zoom. But maybe one of those days we will be able to connect in person. What do you mean we're not? We weren't supposed to bring beer. That's my boy. That's my boy. There you go. Got his beer there. No, it, that is Diet Coke. You oh, know really? the new a zero sugar Coke. I. I only allow my one of that one a day, Jay. I'm trying to get back good, into Brad. that. Uh, Here, here's what you should be thing. drinking if you're not drinking beer. Drink H2O. That's 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 where it's at, brother. I drink uh, five or six bottles a day, man. Love it, love it. So, Derek, thanks so much for being here. Would yeah, love to, um, you know, start off by just having the audience learn more about your background and how you got into all the great creative and technical work that you do. Because really you're a master, I think, at combining the creative side and the technical side to create impact for your customers. I mean, that's what you've done for us exponentially. So maybe you could just give people a little bit about your background. I appreciate that, Dr. J. Yeah, uh, so I got my start in digital marketing back in 20, end of 2015, early 2016. What I think kind of really set me on a path towards success is that this was actually my third business. Wow. Um, prior to that, I had started two other companies. The first one was a moderate success, and I ended up selling that. The second one was a miserable failure. And I learned so much because you learn far more from failing than you do from succeeding. Yeah. And what I learned in that second business, I had a partner in, in, the, uh, in the business and um, we weren't using modern digital marketing technologies. We were trying to leverage some old school tactics. We were running newspaper ads or local magazines. And uh, we started dabbling a little bit in like social media organic. And then eventually I kind of convinced my partner that we should start trying Facebook ads. And the Facebook ads, we were running and putting money into them. And we could see the clicks, the impressions. I mean, we're all familiar with that little boost button. Facebook's made it way too easy to pay them to promote yep. your stuff. And so we were using that just like total novices. And we started seeing like clicks and impressions. But we really didn't have a tracking model, a conversion model. It was very hard to prove ROI. And I think that's actually where most people are today and why there's so much confusion in the digital marketing industry around digital marketing, because there's so many strategies or ideas or gurus, thought leaders of the day that you're like, oh, they're right, they're right. And so it feels like you're just kind of being tossed to and fro with all the winds of what's current or what's hot or the fad of the time. And we've got the click funnels, we've got the Russell Brunson's, right? All of these yep. names out there, they're just saying, do this, do that. And I think the danger there is it sounds good. There's a lot of hype. These are expert marketers, expert sales folks. And so they're getting us into their pipelines and we're thinking, well, it must work. And so then we're going, we're trying to take those same principles and apply them to a totally different industry. The principles yeah. are still true, but the way it's applied takes some finesse. And so ultimately what happened with that business, just kind of rewinding the wheel here to about 2014, 15, is um, uh, we, we didn't figure that out. We didn't figure out that model on how to drive those leads that impacted the bottom line. We could see the views. We, could, we knew there was eyeballs, but we're like, man, it's not, where's the cash? Right. Ultimately, that business went belly up. 
what I learned from that is I loved doing the Facebook stuff and the video stuff and starting to figure that stuff out. I had a mentor who came alongside us that we had hired kind of as a consultant during that time. And he challenged me. He said, Derek, listen, you've got a knack for this. Go into digital marketing. And I really thank him. It's David Harbor, former Redskin. If you're listening cool. to this, David Harbor, appreciate That's you very awesome. much. Uh, he wrote, ran Nova Green Media for a number of years before he went on to other things. So thank you, David. That's super cool. I love that story. I'm really curious. What was the business that failed? What were you actually, what was the product or service that you were selling? Yeah. So a, a little known fact about me is I'm also a licensed auctioneer. So it was actually an auction business and uh, we were liquidating uh, mostly estates. So we'd go in and we would... Um, kind of sad time of life, right? Someone passes away or whatever. Not necessarily. Sometimes they're living estates. And we would pick up the items. We'd sell them in a traditional auction warehouse. And you'd have to get a crowd there and buy from you. And so in that process, we started listing some of our auction items online. Some a little on eBay, but eBay is just way um, kind of oversaturated. So it's really hard to differentiate yourself on eBay. So we started getting in some platforms like Invaluable and Live Auctioneers. And that helped. It helped to <clears throat> prove the model that the business is all online. Mm-hmm. So we were getting more sales from our online presence than we were in in, in shop in the, the real bidders uh, on the floor. And so we ended up trying to pivot more and more that way. But it was kind of a little too little too late. Got it. Um, I love what you said about the failures teaching us more than the successes. And um, I, I completely agree. And uh, I've had so many failures, like so many times I had to pick myself up and dust myself off. Um, but it does really create, it ends up creating, you know, who we are as people, not just as business people, but who we are actually as people. So I love that story. Brad, do you think we should get Derek to do some like fast talking auctioneering talk right now? Can we get him to do that? Come on, come on, Derek. Let's hear it. Like, hey, on that microphone that Brad's selling right there, who wants to give me 50? Not 50, not 50. dollars and go. How about a 55? Got 50 yeah, on the like, Hey, hey, hey. $77 and go. I sold it over there to Dr. J. Too late, Brad. In the blink well done, of dude. Late. Well done. I love it. That's hilarious. That so, so, hilarious. You, so you decided even after that challenging business, you decided that you were going to start your own agency. Yes. I did. Yeah. Actually, what's interesting, a little personal tidbit. After that, my mom's like, Derek, don't you think you should go get a real job? <laughs> and he went to, he went back. He's a good Southern Baptist, I can tell. Yeah. And he uh, went to theologian schools, you know, I mean. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yep. 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 Were you going to go into preaching? So I was planning to go into, I did start seminary. I was planning to go into the ministry and um, kind of what I learned. So even before that, I'm a Patrick Henry College graduate. So I was studying poli-sci, political science. And uh, I kind of learned through some internships in Washington, D.C. that the best way to really impact lasting change is honestly through the local level. It's the local church. It's the local business. It's the local communities. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to deal with the, all that comes with the D.C., long-term political lifestyle. I'd really rather have a meaningful impact on a few or the many, whatever that might be, than to try to impact lots of people and really not make much of a difference. So, You know, my grandfather was a Southern Baptist, old Southern Baptist preacher, pastor. He was grandpa, and I remember hearing, but, but that was back in a day that was totally different than it is today. Sure, sure. It was more hellfire brimstone kind of things, <laughs> but I, I was raised in that environment, so I know where you're coming from. 
That's so cool. I, I got to tell you, I think we just came up with a new blue ocean. Like we've got a completely new business here. Are you guys ready for this? <laughs> All right, drop it. It's, it's speed pastoring. So because Derek can talk so freaking fast, we, we can get in and out of church or synagogue or the mosque in 30 minutes. That's like 30 exactly minutes. Right. Like do your praying, get out. I think it's, it's a blue ocean. And you can pass communion and I'll pass the plate. <laughs> like boom, boom, boom. In and out. Pitch a sermon and we're in and out, baby. <laughs> Love it. Okay. So, so you said to mom, thanks mom, but no thanks. I'm going to, I'm going to start my own business. And I'm do one and just, more. Give me, give me my third oh, strike here, mom. Yeah, there you go. And so, and so tell us about like what, the, what that felt like, what, what you were experiencing as a human being going, going through that and, and starting up and, and what were the keys to drive your success of where you are today? Ah, uh, dude, I was, I was dejected. Like I was probably at the lowest point in my life to this mm-hmm. date coming out of that second business. Yep. And, um, uh, I'd lost a lot of money. I wasted years of time. Uh, at least that's how it felt. Uh, honestly, nothing's wasted as long as you learn from it. Yeah. But, uh, it was just a really low point. And, um, I wasn't even sure that I, that I wanted to do something new, but I, at that point you had the at least I, I had the taste of kind of working for yourself and being an entrepreneur. And once you taste that, I don't know that you can ever go back. Uh, it's not for everyone. I want to be very clear. It's not for everyone. I get it. But um, I think everyone should try it at least once in their life to determine if it is for them. If any of my employers are listening to this, he means everybody but you all. <laughs> you know, Derek, think about how much you paid to go to school. You went to went to college. You, your mom or dad or you paid out a lot of money, and, and you probably had that. some relationships all during that pocket. period of time. I didn't get any went, help. That was, yeah, that, that went, was <laughs> those relationships went good or bad, and and you had learning. Listen, being an entrepreneur and having a business fail is just like going to college. It. It costs you money. It's heartache. It's tears. You lay awake at you learn night, a lot. sleepless. Yeah, I mean, you worry about your employees and what what where that next paycheck is going to come from. That's part of the experience, but that's actually a great leadership. It's a way that you grow. It's a way that you become that class five kind of leader and and stretch and become a better. And then every business thereafter, you've learned from those pitfalls. And it looks like you're you're doing successful things today. So that's the key to all of it. Just chalk it up as uh, tuition. Uh, you're absolutely right, Brad. And if you talk to venture capitalists, the number one thing that they look for in someone to invest in is persistence. That's it. That's the number one characteristic that they look for. Like, is this person going to give up easily or are they just going to brush themselves off and just keep going and going and going? And so... Um, thankfully coming out of that second business, I decided I, I wanted to keep going. Um, I didn't want to throw in the towel. I wanted to give, it really was one more shot. That was kind of the promise to myself and to my mom, one more shot. And I really wanted to do digital marketing. Well, at that point in time, I, I, I knew absolutely really nothing about digital marketing except for my, my mentor there. And, um, uh, learning from that, I decided to start buying some courses. The best way to be successful is to learn. And so I started buying some courses and I started listening to gurus. And what I learned very quickly is they're all confused. A lot of them have little pockets of truth, but aren't really quite sure how to put it all together or at least put it together in a way that's kind of accessible to me, the average consumer. So that was kind of what gave rise to me getting into digital marketing and launching Hit Your Mark Media. Love it. So Brad, I know we got to take a break. We get back. I want to get into really the nuts and bolts of how 
Derek has helped us as an organization or as multiple companies, multiple companies of mine um, with the way that he approaches business. So uh, maybe we can talk about that when we get back. We'll do that. We'll be right back. Awesome, brother. You're listening to TikTok. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Infinity. In the modern age of electronic data interchange, Infinity is committed to helping clinicians get paid fast so that they can spend less time tracking claims and more times with their patients. As a pro advocate for the healthcare industry, we create tools that make sense for electronic claims processing and business analytics. You couple that with superior support team, we strive to ensure your business is performing at its best. Infinity, committed to the future of claim processing. Listen to the future of healthcare with the data jocks of talk. It's Tech Talk. Well, welcome back. It's Tech Talk. My co-host, Dr. Jay Greenstein. I call him the data doc of talk. You know, he is he is the man when it comes to talking about healthcare technology. We're talking with uh, Mr. Derek Archer today of Hit Your Mark Media. Yes, sir. He's passionate at what he's doing. and uh, He's great and, at what he does. Yeah, and he's obviously helping you in a great way. Well, Brad, something during the break, you said I was young. How, how young, how old do you think I am? Well, you know, Jay, Jay was talking about he's your age, and I just don't believe that. My <laughs> indicator on the screen came up and said, la, 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 you know, and I just, Jay, he's, he's much younger than you are. You could be his grandpa. He man. is. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's stretching he, it a little bit there. He, but, he is uh, younger. Don't wait. Don't stay, Derek. We're going to guess, all right? You're going to guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Go for it. So you, you, the audience can't see, but Derek is right. like a fit, young, handsome dude, right? You know, just he, he's just like one of those movie star good looks kind of guys. And okay. so I'm, okay. I'm going to say he is 35. Brad, you want to take a shot before I reveal the truth? I'm going to say, let me, wait, I'm going to get, I'm going to be up there. I'm going to thir- say 36 to 38. Well, Pitt, you right. can't you can't do 36 to 30. You gotta pick one. Yeah, do a range. The price is right. You don't give like a range. You gotta be under without going over. Thirty-six. Like there we go. Well, I'll throw this in just to confuse you guys a little bit more. How many kids do you think I have? Jay, Dr. J, you know. I yeah, think you have I've three, right? Uh, we had a fourth, actually. We had a fourth. Oh my god, congrats. Yeah, yeah. Same age as uh, Aubrey, of course. Um, Jenna's oh, Jenna's girl, kid, but, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, So f- I've got four kids. So you want to stick to that, 35? Yeah, I'm 30? sticking to it. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm 34. So, yeah, uh, you both are wrong because you we both, both went lose. over. But, yes. uh, <laughs> See, he could, he yeah, could we, be your uh, son, Jay. He could be your son. He, could, he literally could be my son. He could <laughs> be your to, grandson, Brad. <laughs> got married early. I'm busy. So. I've got a son that age, by the way. So funny. Love it. Let's quit teasing. Let's get back and let, let's talk to Derek about <laughs> what's going on in the world. And he, he's got a great company. It sounds like I've seen the stuff that he's doing for you. It, he's doing an amazing job for your stuff, Jay. He really is. It's remarkable. And again, when, when we started with Derek, we were doing a lot of tactical one-offs and Derek kind of, he rallied us, right? He, he basically said, okay, you know, we'll do these things and let's think about this from a higher level. Let's look at strategy first. 
and we've done strategy sessions with him, which I think are changing the game for how we're not just executing on the tactics around that strategy, but how we're driving results. So Derek, maybe you can talk to the audience about your approach and then maybe give some, you know, feel free to give the examples of working with us and, and how that, that kind of translates, you know, from your philosophy to actual results in business. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think uh, this is a very valuable question because there's a lot of confusion around it. There's a lot of confusion around strategies and what to do, when to do it, how to do it, how much to do it. And uh, to just kind of peel back the mystery on it, honestly, human nature hasn't changed, right? The (laughs) medium has changed, but human nature hasn't changed. And so if you can just kind of tap into the timeless values and traditions that have always served for good relationship building, and you can put that into your marketing, you've got a a funnel, we'll use that marketing term, a funnel that resonates with people and it just works. People don't like to be sold to. They like to be talked to. They like to be helped They like to know what solutions you can bring to the table. And so a lot of things that we hear is, I've got a website. I don't know how many people I get to it. I say, well, do you have Google Analytics? What's that? I don't know the first thing of a Google Analytics report or the first thing about a time on page or a session duration. And that's honestly the first place that we like to start because it's really hard to know where to go if you can't establish benchmarks for where you are at. And so taking that kind of pulse, we call that an audit. Um, uh, It's not scary. It's not IRS. It's a digital marketing audit. And the only thing we can learn from that are good things on where to go next. So we like to look at the website, Google Analytics data. We'll take a look at things like search engine optimization as well. Where are you ranking? What keywords are showing up? Social media. How many followers do you have? How active are your followers? What's your engagement rate? What's your posting schedule like? And as we kind of get that heartbeat from a new client, we start to kind of see things. And that helps us to put together a care plan for the client. It's really not any different than a chiropractor, right? Exact same principle. It's just that we're dealing with digital widgets instead of elbows and knees and backs. So um, just like you're an expert in your own field, and I would trust you with my back, um, we've tried to build a business built on transparency that helps to peel back the curtain, bring you into that process, talk about why we're seeing these as problems, why they're problems, and how we can solve those problems. And from there, honestly, the sales just follow. Like the sales are very easy at that point because uh, you've just outlined a clear path towards what the person wants, success. That's great, Derek. And maybe you could just um, talk a little bit about, because there's so many different things that that folks can do tactically. And Mm -hmm. I agree, like starting with the audit is great because it is your physical exam, your history and exam with your clients. Um, And then once the treatment plan, so to speak, is laid out, just we know that we have lots of modalities that we can use. First, we want and love using our hands as chiropractors Mm -hmm. Um, and we can use them for adjustments or joint mobilizations, soft tissue, et cetera. And then there's these other tools that we can use that are adjunctive that support the care plan. Maybe at a high level, talk to the audience about some of your favorite tools and, and, and strategies that you think people should be using in concert. um, Not just these one-off things that we were doing prior to knowing you um, and why that's so important and so impactful. Absolutely. And as I list and mention some of these tools we work with, just take them as 
familiar tools that I know and love. If you're working with and using other tools, it's totally fine. It's kind of like um, if you were going to use a, a dessert fork or an actual fork to eat your salad, right? And it doesn't really matter. It gets the job done as long as the tools are fairly similar in their purpose and design. Um, what I will say before I get into the granularity of the tools themselves is that it's really important when you have a strategy to stick to your strategy. Don't throw it out. Don't come two months in and say, it's not working. Throw it all out and got to do something else. I'm like, you don't want that for your patients, right? So I don't want that for my clients. The plans work. And actually, we know that the plans work better now in the digital marketing world than ever before in marketing because there's so much data, data behind them. Yeah. It's not guesswork anymore. <laughs> so um, one thing that I will say, just kind of as a word of caution, is it's really easy to get lost into the micro of the data and think through, oh, wow, <laughs> last month I had a 2.2% CTR. This month I've got a 1.8% CTR. What the frick changed? What happened? Something's wrong. Something's broke. I've got to fix it. Not necessarily. There could be some external market factors. There could be other competitors who entered in the market space, uh, totally irrelevant to you. There could be changes in algorithms out there, totally irrelevant to you. I come back to the fundamentals over and over and over again with clients because if you stick to the fundamentals, you will see growth and progress over the long term. Uh, if you're trading in the crypto markets today, you're probably aware of how volatile they are and how dangerous that is. But the reality in stock market, whether it's crypto or not, is over 20 years, it always goes up. So if you stick to the fundamentals, the plan will work. Love that. So because that's so applicable to what we say to our patients all the time, like do your home exercises, come in for your visits, watch your ergonomics and posture, fix these ADLs, you will get better, like you will get better. So there's so much relevance there. Um, Derek, talk about some of the things even that you've shared with us, like, are, you know, do I do Google AdWords? Or do mm-hmm. I do or do I do organic posts? Like, how do people make those decisions? And I realize a lot of that has to do with the audit. But what are some of the what are some of the kind of game plans that you mm-hmm. institute? for your clients that um, these these folks can learn about? What's great about working for a chiropractor like yourself, Dr. J, is that the same plan I'd recommend for you will work for almost every chiropractor. And that's true across other practices as well in the medical arena. Um, and even bigger business, like other business industries besides that too, right? But so the, the principles, the fundamentals are still true. What we always recommend is you want to have both a push and a pull campaign. A push campaign is where you're pushing your message. It's traditionally what we call outbound marketing. We all know it painfully through cold calls. Cold calls are dead. I hate to break it to anyone who's still trying to do cold calls. Cold calls are dead um, uh, pretty much universally. There could be some exceptions here and there, but pretty much universally. Uh, but that's outbound more marketing. You're trying to push your message in front of people. The problem with traditional outbound marketing is that you're pushing your message in front of people who don't care, don't have time, aren't interested, all right? And that's why everyone gets ticked off by cold calls. They're interruptive. I'm trying to spend time with my family. I don't want to deal with this. I'm not in the market. I'm not a consumer. So how is new outbound with this push marketing? Well, that's going to be like Facebook ads. And the best type of Facebook ad is a video ad. I think we all know that, but the reason why might be a little bit of a mystery. The reason why a video ad is far better, like 10 times better than an image ad, isn't because it's just video. Let's think about the principles of human nature. 
a video just communicates better. It communicates, if it's well done, it communicates the problem and the solution and the next action step that someone can take. It's a story, yeah, right? Just, it's a story, it's a story. Right, Derek? Yeah. It's totally a story. Um, and it invites someone into that. Now, if I'm not the right person to be watching that video, I just skip it, right? It's not really interrupted. I don't have to watch it. But um, the data has gotten so good, Dr. J, that um, I can tell how many people viewed my video for 10 seconds, 30 seconds, watched 90%. Let's turn it into a percentage of the overall length of the video. And what I can do with that data as a follow-up next step is remarkable. I can go ahead and create a retargeting campaign and say, show the second video in my sales funnel process to the people who've watched at least 50% of my first video. That's powerful because it takes up to eight touches. Some metrics say more than that to be able to get someone to convert. So just because you said boost on an ad and you got a bunch of eyeballs on it, and I hear this a lot from clients, Facebook ads don't work because I tried them. I didn't get any results from them. The reality is that you tried one part of them. You didn't connect the dots in the inbound buyer's journey for your consumer to be able to kind of work them through your sales funnel, your sales process. And so when we get started with someone on Facebook ads, we do like to go ahead and set up these retargeting campaigns and kind of work someone from the awareness stage, like now they're aware of your product to like now they're considering who you are versus maybe competitors out there. And they're starting to get a little bit closer to becoming a consumer, a, a customer, in your case, a patient a sale. And that's the conversion stage, right? The decision-making stage where they're like, at that point, they're comparing deliverables. They're comparing like, hey, how fast can you see me? How much is it going to cost to see you? And then at that point, it's just a value add game for the, your sales team to get someone across that, that closing line. So that's all on the push side, right? On the flip side, you have the pull side, which is AdWords generally, or Google organic search, which is being serviced by content that you create and publish on, on your website. And the pull side is extremely important. I'd even say it's more important than the push side. And if you were to press me on it, I'd say it's a 60-40 split. 60% of your ad budget should be AdWords, 40% should be um, social media ads, outbound ads, right? Whether that's Facebook ads or, or LinkedIn or YouTube, out, outbound, right? Um, and the reason why you want to put more of your money into inbound or that pull component of advertising is because you're self-selecting the person who is interested in your product or service. The person who just had a car accident is going to Google, usually on their smartphone device, because this has transformed the world, going on their smartphone device and they're saying, chiropractor near me, back injury, back pain, how do I solve it? And if you're not showing up in the first page of Google, what we call a search engine result page, a SERP, then your competitors who are are getting all the business and you're not. Now, there's only a few ways you can get there on that first page of Google. Organic, through creating great content that answers those questions, or pay to play. You can rent that space through AdWords. So that's the pull side and why it's higher um, value because the person is already in the market to buy. But if you use both those strategies in tandem, you're pushing people towards you. You're pushing people on Facebook. They're aware of your brand and your services. When they have that moment of injury or whatever, then they go to Google and they're like, oh, yeah, Kaizu Health. I saw a video on them. I'm going to check them out. And you're just reinforcing that loop. 
I'll tell you, that's exactly what's happened with us. And as, we, as we've been working with you and for the audience, you know, as, we, as we've been working with Derek, we just continue to refine because that data piece that Derek was talking about that we know Brad loves, Brad, Brad loves data. <laughs> um, it, it really does make a difference in being able to refine everything that we're doing. So awesome stuff. Hey, let's take another quick break, uh, hit our last segment. And Derek, when we get back, I want to bring it really down to our listeners of how they can get hold of you, how you can help them, suggestions that you might have that they could self-realize what's going on and, and how your services could help. So we'll be back in just a minute. This is Tech Talk with Brad Cost, Dr. Jay Greenstein. We're interviewing today Mr. Derek Archer. But don't go anywhere. The Canvas app, the app that can take your practice to the next level by providing a customized, direct connection between your practice and patients. Through the new built-in rewards program, Canvas can grow new and existing patient numbers and increase your patient's adherence to care plan. What does your custom dream app look like? Elevate your practice with Kaizenovate. And the data doc of talk is Tech Talk. Welcome back. It's Tech Talk. I'm Brad Cost, Dr. Jay Greenstein, my co-host and uh, compadre on on the world in, in talking about technology. We're talking with Derek Archer today. And Derek, you've been talking a lot about uh, of your marketing schemes, which make complete sense to me. We do a lot of the SEO things, and my marketing guy educated me fully on that. Looking at those organic words, words that we use now in in our in not only our website but in marketing pieces that we're doing. Um, take this down to the individual listener that's out there. Most of them are chiropractors or state medical associate directors. Take it down to their level. What? Could you say, here are some tricks or things that you might ask yourself uh, that are sort of self-evidence, do you need my services? And then explain the process of how that, uh, how they go about contacting you, how, how you will help them, and, uh, and sort of bring that home of how we get these guys um, in contact with you. That's a very practical question, Brad. I appreciate that, and I'll do my best to provide helpful answers to it here. I'm going to try to go ahead and frame this out. Uh, if you're in the market for a digital marketer, I'm, I'm going to kind of tell you what to look for in a good marketer, okay? And because and, there's a lot of bad ones out there. And part of the reason for that, unlike the chiropractic industry, we're not a regulated industry, right? We don't have to have licenses. We don't have to go out and get professional degrees, uh, for this. And so I've just been around the block enough times and I've helped enough people from bad people or, well, do we use that word on your show? Anyways, yes, they sure. do exist. Bad, shitty, crappy, it's all good. Yes, they do exist. Um, and uh, the reality is that um, a good digital marketer is going to be there to help you. They're going to have your back and you should be able to tell that pretty easily and early on if they're giving time and attention to your needs, if they're listening thoughtfully to your problems and providing thoughtful solutions. If they're very quick to want to kind of like just push the, the proposal and push the services, probably not a good marketer for you. Uh, that should be a warning flag. Uh, I would also say that you want to come to a digital marketing meeting with a digital marketer with your goals clearly outlined. I want to grow by 10% 
by the end of this year. Or get it, break that down even more into milestones. How about 3% by the end of this quarter? And then another 3% by the next quarter, right? And then what does that mean to you in terms of your bottom line? Well, what's your customer acquisition cost? We'll come back to that in a moment. But then also, what is your lifetime customer value? Is especially in the chiropractic space, a patient's there, presumably, as long as they live in the area or are living, right? And so uh, that repeat patient, as Dr. J will tell you, it's worth quite a bit of money oh, yeah. in residuals to your bottom, bottom line. So if you're able to determine your customer acquisition costs, let's say it's $250, right? You have to put in $250 of some kind of marketing effort, whether it's advertising or email marketing or uh, updating your website or in SEO, organic blogging. Let's say it's 250 bucks. If the lifetime value of that customer is $1,000, would you do that all day long? So you need to know that. And I'm assuming you, you can help uh, our audience members anywhere in the United States, right? You're based out of the D.C. area. Is that correct? That's right. Yes, we're, we're international, really. I mean, we can help anyone in the world. We've got clients over in Europe and in the U.K. and South Africa. It's really fun. Uh, people in Australia, thanks to Dr. J. We work with FIX, actually. Federation Internationale of Chiropractic Sports. I'm going to mess up that French word. No, you did. you did well. That was good. <laughs> And, they, um, and they're loving your work. I no, mean, you completely you, revamped you. the website, and I believe you worked on the educational platform as well. Yeah, we totally revamped it. We moved off Moodle, yeah. moved to a new Lifter LMS. So, yeah, yeah some good Yeah, you stuff. did a phenomenal job. Thank hey, you. I, I know we're coming towards the end, guys, um, but, you know, Derek has been kind enough as a favor to Brad and myself to, to do a special offer for, for, the, for the folks in the audience, for a few select folks. So, Derek, if you just wouldn't mind sharing, you know, what you're willing to do, and we really appreciate it because we know how freaking busy you are, um, you know, what you're willing to do and then how people can get a hold of you. Absolutely. I appreciate that. So we are a growing team here, but we do need to limit this to probably the 25 first people. That doesn't mean if you're beyond those 25 that we can't help you, but the 25 first people who want to respond to this and get an audit, right? We start with that audit, that digital marketing audit. Want to get an audit of your website, your social media, your advertising, kind of where you're at and some benchmarks and where we think you should go. First 25 people, we're going to do that for free, complimentary. All right. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Anyone beyond that will still help you out, but I'll probably need to, to schedule you in and, and, and charge a little bit of money. Usually we charge $99 to do those, but the first 25 people today will do completely for free. Thanks, that brother. Should, that's that so nice like, of you. That should go like in the next hour. You should have met your corner. <laughs> next 10 minutes. Everybody call in, writing, sending him an email now. Let's set that time. <laughs> It's going to be like Sounds a Springsteen great. concert where it sells out like in a minute. <laughs> uh, that email is Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at hityourmarkmedia.com, hityourmarkmedia.com. Uh, and if you're happy with your current marketer, that's great. I'm thrilled for you, right? I can't serve everyone in the world, and I'm really glad to know that there are good marketers out there, and they do exist. So that's fantastic. If you're in the market for a marketer or you're not happy with your current one, check out that audit. We'd love to help you. Even if you are happy with your marketer right now, just getting a benchmark or a second pair of eyes, a second opinion is always a healthy idea, right? 100%. Absolutely. Derek, we're going to bring you back in the, within the year, and we're going to follow up with what you're doing for Jay, what you're doing for some of the guests that... Uh, that may have contacted you today or tomorrow. And let's just follow up and find out how you were able to change their world. All right? 
That sounds great. I'm setting up a filter right now in my email. Anything that has chiropractor in it is going to go straight to spam. I'm just going to go ahead and just, just send them all. <laughs> well, don't forget you've got Jay trying to get hold of you all the time. You don't want, that's exactly that's why he's doing it. Jay going to spam. <laughs> Derek, thank you for awesome. being thank you for being with us today. It's it's been a blast. One question for you: Did you have a good time? Was this your normal podcast? Uh, I think you did a great job. You were you were vulnerable up front and listened to us. We teased you a little bit. You said a lot of great things that people in the audience need to listen to, but did you have a good time? I had a great time. Only thing missing was the beer. <laughs> Next time. Next time. Next time. I promise. <laughs> no, it's been a joy, a real joy. Jay, buddy, it's, uh, it's been fun again. We've got some time coming up in the future. Uh, yes, next we week. Looking forward to it. Next week will be another great guest for us, and uh, yep. I look forward to it all the time. And so time's gone. It's time for us to jump off and, and say goodbye, Jay. I, again, I appreciate your expertise. I appreciate your contributions. Thank you, brother. Right back at you. From Dr. Jay Greenstein, I'm Brad Cost. Have a good day. See y'all. Come on. And the Data Doc of Talk. It's Tech Talk.